Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. For that. Talk Recorded live. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Sunday Night Citizens Against Harmful Technology conference call. I'm Neil Chevrier, the moderator. Uh, Skizit is our webmaster. We've worked really hard for five years in the TI community and been Citizens Against Harmful Technology as a 501c3 nonprofit for, uh, what, almost two years now. We've been active for over two years. So there's, uh, what, about 110 newsletters sitting in the archives on the website, which is citizensaht.org. Um, if you're new to TalkShoe's format, you can go to TalkShoe.com and you can put in the call ID and it'll take you to the chat room. People post links in there and people get to know each other and sometimes just poke fun at each other. And we get a few perps once in a while that come in and you know, be obnoxious and everything and we do our best to have fun with them too before I block them, uh, which is also fun kind of keeps you on your toes, but at any rate, just put in the 134999 up at the top of TalkShoe.com page and make yourself a username and a password, and you can listen to the call through your computer speakers, and or you can call in at the same time. If you call in, the sound will be disabled on your computer because there's a delay uh, in the difference of timing. So it's nice that it just disconnects the computer speakers if you call in. You can use star 8 on your phone to request to be unmuted to ask a question. I usually start out about the first half hour or hour with pretty much everybody unmuted, and then I just ask people to hit star 6 to mute yourself uh, to keep the background noise down, and then hit star 6 again when you want to Unmute yourself to interact. Uh, if you're using a speakerphone, please hit star six to mute yourself. If you're not already muted because it causes an echo, uh, which is just a time delay that happens between the microphone and the speaker in your phone. So, you know, I understand, uh, especially people using smartphones or anything wireless, uh, that it's nice to be able to Put it on speakerphone and keep that phone away from you because it is putting off a lot of harmful stuff that you don't need around you. Uh, for anybody who doesn't know, the, the cordless phones, as reported by Barry Trower, having a cordless phone on one end of a three-bedroom house and being on the other end of a three-bedroom house, using detection equipment, you'll find... The signal strength is about the equivalent of standing next to a 747 jet during takeoff. So it's not casual, and if you care about the world and everything beautiful and people and all that, uh, you will take the batteries out of those cordless phones 
and uh, recycle the batteries and smash the little phone into pieces or do something to make it disabled. Don't give it to Goodwill. Uh, I give everything to Goodwill, even stuff I find on the side of the road that somebody's too lazy to take down to a Goodwill or some kind of a thrift store because I hate waste. But in this case, it's, I just couldn't take them to Goodwill because I saw they're really, really bad. So do yourself a favor. Uh, you can pick up a phone with a cord on it and buy a you know 50-foot cord to get around. They even have 50-foot cords that are on a little spring reel. You can mount it on a wall and and just go anywhere you want pretty much in your house within you know 50 feet or so and then as you're coming back to it it just reels itself up no muss no fuss uh, please if you're using cordless phones get rid of them um, you can go ahead and hit star 8 on your phones as I've said a few times uh, and after I'm done doing the little introduction then I'll unmute people and we'll get back to the call um, the views of the callers are not necessarily the views of Citizens Against Harmful Technology, which is referred to as COT, but you will find many kind, supportive people on our calls and a lot of people that have done a lot of research, and it's really been our coming together on the calls and through tons of emails that we have to come to know a lot of things that we didn't know five years ago. So. Uh, for what it's worth, you know, since we can't get our hands on classified technology, uh, we have managed to paint the picture of an understanding. You'll find a lot of this interconnected network of the Internet of Things, it's called, um, drawings, specifications, and everything on the website. So if you haven't been there, it's a very technical website because it's an excellent researcher. And uh, as I said, a lot of data has come from from other people sharing things with Skizit and I and then us putting them on the website and in the newsletter. So uh, teamwork is really working um, for our progress. Uh, I also would like to encourage people that are very computer savvy to go to darkwebnews.com and read the instructions on the home page. It's all about getting into the deep web uh, where what's reported on their home page is that 96% of the real internet is, that we're actually only seeing 4%. So. Uh, those who don't mind going over, get a VPN, which is a virtual private network. I'm not saying that the NSA won't stop having remote wireless access to your motherboard in your computer, uh, but you're not out there you know, trying to have sex with children or buy exotic drugs from other countries. Um, you're not going to get in trouble. You're, you're already on a fake terrorist watch list anyway, so just mind your manners, you may find some research there that hopefully you'll either pass on in an email to us to put in the newsletters and on the website or uh, share it on the call if you feel brave enough to do so. <clears throat> I really have to specify, you know, uh, depending on your level of torture, 
they try to make it seem like they're punishing you. You're not a little kid. You haven't done anything wrong. You don't need to, you know, be grounded or put in a quarter and in a corner or spanked or anything like that. So hold your head high for who you are because uh, what's happening is a misuse of our tax money from organized crime networks that have found uh, new ways to steal from everybody. Um, we just have to work as a team. You have to gauge the things that you're doing. If you do something that makes them angry and challenges them or gives you some protection and you're getting attacked viciously, you know, don't go pass out flyers and wear T-shirts and put magnet stickers on the side of your car uh, or signs in your front yard. Just back off so that uh, you get some relief. But uh, I, I make it very clear you couldn't punish me because it would be like a little brat punishing uh, a good person who doesn't hurt anybody. So for what it's worth, just keep that in mind. Um, again, if you haven't been to the website, it's citizensaht.org, uh, and there's a ton of information there. Uh, it's going to be doing a little bit of revamping on the website because there's so much information. Uh, she's also providing a place for people to leave their story, pictures, MRIs, anything you have. You'll get your own page on the website uh, so that we can keep things well documented and nobody will go unnoticed. You don't have to give up your name and address and phone number or anything like that. We're not gathering statistics or doing any of that kind of thing because of remote access being too easy for them. We don't want to put you more in harm's way. So just know that we are perceptive and will keep your information anonymous as you present it. Uh, but this is a good place to, to put a database. So keep all that in mind. Um, I've been a moderator for, I guess, about five years. So I learn patterns, and we, we get really productive calls going when people start sharing about particular topics. And if somebody comes in and interrupts or changes the, the subject, then it really breaks up the flow. And that's been a common strategy of, of PERP. So uh, it, it's not tolerated. I'll do my best to mute people when they do that because it, it, it just ends up disrupting the call. So welcome to the call. <clears throat> Somebody said music is uh, you know, something that really helps you. Put on music that you love. Put on old music that you loved when you were younger and healthy and not attacked. And you'll be surprised that your cellular memory actually goes back into that particular time. And, and it'll give you some significant relief. So if you're having a really hard time, Go, you know, go on YouTube if you don't have an old record or a cassette or a CD of, of some of your favorite songs that you cherish and gave you a good feeling in better times. And you will find every cell in your body will respond to it, uh, not just by association with memories, but uh, an actual process that happens. So, the lower uh, the bass, right? What's uh, that? The lower the bass, the louder the bass, the better. 
Yeah, the loud bass is good. So let's see. We'll give this a try here for a minute or so. Thank you. 
300-1579 and get a free copy of the Anti-Tinnitus CD and pick up some COSS, K-O-S-S, headphones. Um, they're COSS Pro 1 for about 20 bucks on Amazon or eBay <laughs> or any other headphones that will go up to 24 kilohertz. So you'll see in the specifications on whatever headphones you're looking at that might be comfortable to wear all night, which is hopefully what you'll do, and put your MP3 player on uh, repeat and hide it so they don't uh, make it not work anymore. Because things like that and strobe lights that work, uh, they make not work anymore. Um, anyway, Dave Case also said... Um, that our skin has been turned into transducers. Look out for Charlie is saying uh, that there's a, a problem with this holding in nanotechnology. I don't really have uh, technical details on how this works at this point, but apparently using Louisiana hot sauce and or following look out for Charlie's protocol um, not using laundry deter detergent anymore. If you like the smell of Tide, get over it, okay? And start using borax. And I think Connie mentioned uh, orange-flavored uh, Oxy something or other that you can get at the dollar store. She she's bring brings a lot of stuff to the table for reasonable prices, things you can pick up for cheap. Uh, not to be ignored, you know? Um, my brain's jumping around because it's messed up. But anyway, uh, dialing the 300, what did I say the number was? I just lost it. Let's see, 573-300-1579. Uh, You'll leave a text with your address there for a mailing address to request a copy of his free CD. It's actually going up into ranges of uh, sounds that your ears won't hear. Average people hear about 16 to 20,000 hertz. Anyway, there's a, a variety of things we can do here. We've been accumulating uh, pathogens and nanotechnology um, and heavy metals. Even, unfortunately, I found out recently from a reliable report with with high-technology test equipment, uh, uranium. So we're even dealing with ionizing radiation. Uh, our immune systems will take heavy metals and use them to make biofilm. Pathogens will hide from the immune system inside the biofilm. So getting rid of it, uh, pour the Louisiana hot sauce, you know, just... Get in the shower with some tamales and some refried beans and throw a few tortillas on the floor and dance around naked and have some fun. Don't get any in your eyes. Uh, some people that might be sensitive in their skin. Uh, just, you know, pick an area. If you have an area where you're having pain or something, try the Louisiana hot sauce on your skin. If you don't have a severe reaction, then go for it. Neil? Yeah. I I helped a guy in L.A., and he's not like most TIs. He actually has a lot of money, and he did the Louisiana hot sauce. He got all the products I told him to, not in one shot, but over a course of a week. Um, initially, he did his 
um, oh gosh, what did he do? He did his feet and he did his mouth the first day. And um, and he got a lot of relief. He slept eight hours uh, for the first time in a long time. And and then they were still doing sexual stimulation, the V2K, and um, he, 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 he was really trying to stop what they were doing. So, again, he got everything I said. He did everything I, I, I told him to do. And his V2K stopped, and all of his targeting, like all the experience, what he was experiencing, you know, the hits to his body, the burns, and all this stuff, everything stopped. And I said, okay, focus on what they, what they can still do to you, and then focus on those parts of the body. And they sent, um, then he called me in a state of panic on Friday, and he said there was a spaceship-sized drone over his front yard, and his brother and nephew witnessed it, and they all started taking pictures and videos, and then it took off. And there was a guy sitting across the street in a, uh, in a car. And so he was um, free, a little uh, freaked out by that. But, um, and, and the other TIs that I was helping at the same time over the past two weeks, one said, thank you so much, the clicking in my head stopped. Another one said, the tinnitus and I no longer feel electrocuted and the tinnitus stopped. So I really believe what Lookout for Charlie says, I need to contact him. Um, I do notice these are spores. Um, I believe what he's saying. I think Harold Cotzella says it's like a mushroom. You break off the mushroom, but the spore buddies are still there, which will turn into mushrooms. So anyways, um, yeah, detox, 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 and, and shield at the same time, but I think you'll need less shielding if you detox more, and that's what I have to say. And anybody who wants to call me, I'll give out my number. I've coached quite a few people, and the, some people do nothing. Some people do a little, if you just do your arm, but they're hitting you in the neck, the head, and, and, and they're using our as like human antennas. So it's really important that the, your, the toxins leave the body from our feet. And if your feet have biofilm, another thing, you can take raw garlic, peel a piece of raw garlic, eat, eat one piece, and take the other one and just rub it all along your toes and all along your feet and then start rubbing. And you might feel what feels like sand coming off your feet. And that's these organisms. So there's a number of things that can help. And, um, yeah, people are getting relief, um, who, who can, the people who do more about getting this. And they've spent 15 years getting this stuff on us, so it's not going to come off in one week. Although I didn't follow Charlie's protocol because he says, be patient, this could take six or seven months. And just to let you know, even though I, I figured out a lot of things that are effective in getting this stuff off and out of the body, I'm still trying new things because last week they raised the price of the lines. Instead of eight for $2, it was like two for a dollar. And um, so anyways, I'm still trying new things. And so I'm always, uh, usually my hunches are right. They're panning out. So uh, I have lots of options in my toolbox. Mm-hmm. Look for an Aldi's around you, anybody who, uh, well, from everywhere. If you find an Aldi's, it's A-L-D-I-F. Um, when we went to Sam's, it was uh, four ninety eight for five lemons. We went to Aldi's, it was $2 for the same amount. Uh-huh. The, the store's a blessing. It'd be a, a place you'd go first. By the way, let's see if um, 
Maya is still here. I thought I heard your voice. Hi, Seth, I'm, I'm Seth still says here. hello. I love you. So Hi. love. Hi, thank you. Hey, I was going to add something about you know because the chemistry, so much of it is being sprayed outside on the cars, the parking lots, the you know everything outside has a coating of biofilm now, and then they add the chemtrails, which combines I think a positive and negative charge, and then they attract to one another. They hope you'll get it on your feet, and then you'll drag it into your car and into your house and your pets and so on. The the whole the whole process is based on cross contamination and an algorithm that watches it spread. So what I just want to suggest for people to do, I don't know if we can stop all the chemistry that they're spraying, but I do recommend that people take their shoes off at the door and don't drag it around on your carpets and your furniture because that's even harder to get off. Um, so just and you, it, I personally, I've been do, I've been taking my shoes off at the door since I don't know the early nineties. Um, so it's an easy process for me to have a place next to the door where the shoes go, the outside clothes, the hat, jacket, you know. I, I suit up when I go out, and I use gloves to cover my car. Um, my car is under a tarp all the time. So even though it gets through, it's not like my neighbor's cars, which are completely shiny, sparkly, iridescent, coated with polymers. So, um Anyway, I use gloves to un- undo that, and I, the, the gloves and the shoes have a special place inside my door. So I'm I'm suggesting people not to drag the stuff around in your house and cross-contaminate everything you own because it's almost impossible to track after. So that's what I wanted to add there. Thanks for saying that. I mean, this is really important. Uh once you've had a microscope, you realize that things that you can't see can really hurt you. And in this case, it really does matter. I mean, yeah. even to not touch your doorknob when you go home, pull a tissue out of your pocket, exactly. wipe it off. I mean, I hate vodka, so somebody left a bottle of vodka at my house years ago, and I was using it to wipe off doorknobs. So, you uh-huh. know. Find some kind yeah. of cleaner, but that what you're saying about the carpet, that's important. Yeah, because the polymers are so hard to wash off. And if you use water, it spreads around. If you oh. use household cleaners, it spreads around. So the first line of defense is not to drag it in so you don't have to wash as much stuff. And um, the, the carpeting, you know, unless even if you have hardwood floors, it can blend in and still like a wax, you know, the cars will look really shiny. Oh, look how pretty and smooth they are. That's polymers. They're expecting you to touch your doorknobs, put it on your steering wheel, every knob inside the car and every on the seat, and every time you get in there, even if you're wearing clean clothes and you've got handy wipes all the time, you are still cross-contaminating with everyone and everything you touch. And everyone else is too. But they don't know about it, you know. Um, you know, it's it's really very very pervasive now, and um, we the only line of defense that we have is to keep it off and keep it away from everything that's uh, 
you know, that you use if you can. Now, uh, she was talking about hot sauce. The other thing that I found recently, and she, uh, Connie mentioned it, Grieve mentioned it because he is dealing with these polymers too. He said lime, but not limes like you eat. Lime, the alkaloid that you put in your garden in the powder form is also, it has a drying effect on the polymers so that they are less, um, they're less slippery after you apply that. Now, it's lime powder, not that's the gardening lime. And um, you can put that in your detergent and it dries out the the greasy stuff pretty quickly. You let it dry with the stuff in there in your rinse wash, you know. So And and, uh, and Sue, I use lime dust, which is two twenty five mm-hmm. for a fifty pound two dollars and twenty five cents for a fifty pound bag and Epsom salt on my lawn to disinfect my yard because they sprayed it yard. with bio- yeah, you can put that, you can safely put that stuff on your driveway. You can put it in your spray bottle and, and spray all your doorknobs. It'll leave a, a white powdery film, but it will also bond with any kind of greasy stuff that has been there before. So it's you know we're doing chemistry here, chemistry experiments to a high degree, and um, that's one of the thing, one of the few things that actually really works. And it's pretty cheap. Like you can get uh, a 50-pound bag of lime from a garden center for like $20 or something. And that'll last a really, you can put it in your laundry. You can put it in a spray bottle, mix it up with water. A lot of different things you can do with that. And one other thing is when I get out of the shower, I take um, foot powder. It's minty smelling. And I start rubbing it all over my legs and body, and sometimes I will feel these little bally things start coming off. So I mm-hmm. towel dry, and then I take a little foot powder and I start rubbing it on my feet and my legs. And I know those little bally things are polymers. And yes. and so um, yeah, it, it, I don't know. I don't think it's in the water. I think it's in the air, and it, it does absorb moisture and. You're right. Mm-hmm. Some people will say, oh, I see dried white out or white drippy things. Well, that's biofilm, I'm pretty sure. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. But so. Dr. King's Epsom salt foot cream, that's very effective too. Rub it all over your body. When you do take a shower or bath, it's going to come off a little easier because the Epsom salt is in the foot cream. I, I don't only use it on my feet. I use it on my spine, my neck, all mm-hmm. of my knees and all over, and um, they do get our private area, and they know what frequency to send to make this stuff resonate, and I think more people of B2K, they really should try doing the Louisiana hot sauce. Um, Mines are more effective than lemons um, for some reason, and uh, yeah, you should really try to do this detox stuff and see if it, it, it reduces your B2K or gets rid of it. Yeah. I mean, if some people use B2K, all do like a massive like detox A to Z, their entire body, and they all start getting relief, and that shows um, that this is not only uh, radio waves and electricity and 
scalar and all that stuff. There's a biological and chemical component, and that's what my EMF doctor told me um, four year, five years ago. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. it's true. I mean, I've found spirochetes in uh, three of us, TIs, and it's showing some stuff on YouTube uh, that they're finding spirochetes in 90% of the population. It's been confirmed that there's... Uh, part of the Lyme disease complex in the chemtrails. And and also I've seen what's called, what I think is quantum dots. You're not supposed to see anything fluorescent under your microscope unless you're using fluorescent dyes. And I'm seeing these little patches of uh, really bright fluorescent yellow with violetish purple, real pretty colors in different shape patches, and those are... Uh, I think they might be doing something interdimensionally with those because, you know, coating the surface of the material world is one level, but, but light uh, crosses different dimensions, and most of the spectrum of light is not even visible. So they're probably using that to extend their influence, if you know uh, what I mean. I'm glad you're bringing it up. I mean, I don't know a lot about it. I bought one of those Mikiu Kaku books because I was interested uh-huh. in the Parallel Universes chapter, and yeah. I didn't really get much out of it, but I have heard too much information about some of this coming from the fourth dimension. Can you elaborate on that at all? Well, just that... Uh, you know, I don't want to scare people, but, you know, we do. Uh, it is, but they are, I believe, you know, accessing our bodies through the energy body, which is all around us. I mean, everybody, every living thing has an energy body, which is not visible to the human eye, unless you're trained. Um, but it is visible to certain kinds of photography, like Korean photography. And so I believe that they're accessing the energy body and when they disturb the energy body, its natural defenses go down and then they can get through to cause damage to the physical body because they're interdependent. So um, the energy body is basically, you know, your own energy and your relationship to your environment, which, you know, is energetic too. So. they disturb the environment and they disturb your energy body, then uh, they can do all kinds of things that people aren't even aware of. Yeah. And so you're saying that that would be a a plasma light-delivered interface? Oh, yeah. Well, the plasma, I think, is is absolutely a part of this program. But that's, uh, again, I don't want to confuse people too much. It's just easy to know that if if anybody wants to know more about it, just look up electromagnetic spectrum and images, right? You know, whatever your search engine. And look at images and look at the range of visible light. It's a very, very narrow band, which is um, accessible to our, our physical senses. But the rest of the spectrum is invisible to us. And so a lot of targeting, I believe, is is coming from and to uh, those different levels of frequencies. 
So, you know, all the way from ultraviolet, you know, and to down to infrared and beyond, you know, beyond those ranges. Yeah, so, you know, I encourage more people to study light-based delivery systems. Uh-huh. There's so much more to learn, and I'm getting a few reports of uh, strobe lights helping. And this is um, making me wonder if if we could find different pulse rates that made more of a help than others, because I just have a feeling certain yeah. pulse rates of a strobe light really irritate me. Yeah, me too. Well, certain pulses, they know certain pulses can cause disturbances in the brain, and other other ones can relax you. And that's, you know, a whole other area of study, another spectrum of energy that, you know, the brave waves, the brain waves uh, levels, which are helpful or not to us and to our animals. Oh, going back quickly before we get too detailed, uh, you need to, everyone who has pets, please, uh, don't allow them to get too much of these polymers on themselves because, first of all, they're going to get contact through their paws, which are usually unprotected. It goes up through the paws into their nervous systems, and that's why I believe a lot of our pets are being targeted heavily because they don't have any way to defend against it, and we're not giving them Epsom salt baths. Um, but if you can get some of these, if you can, say, coat your entryway or your um, your welcome mat with something that they will step on before they step into your house, uh, to get that to get the polymers on their feet neutralized somehow. And of course, you know, you can put them in you know, dogs will appreciate a bath, but cats do not um to get that off of their fur and off of their skin and out of their ears and around their heads. And are you gonna give a warning about uh door handles and steering wheels on cars? Oh, yeah, I said that earlier. Yeah, people still oh, okay. have to watch out for that. Uh-huh. I notice yeah. my steering wheel seems sticky sometimes, and I'm like, I need to wash this. Yeah. If, if you clean your car, like your dashboard and steering wheel and doors, I found that um, there's this orange uh, flavor. It's not orange extract, and if you add peppermint, and so it's not greasy or oily, and it se- or, or you could add a little lime juice. And if you do this, it seems to cut through the biofilm. I guess uh, you could always, and you can use Louisiana hot sauce on your windows. I did. Yeah. And uh, all right, me. Connie. I am not washing my '74 Nova with Louis, Louisiana hot sauce. <laughs> the paint will probably rub off. <laughs> they're, they're using yeah, like the they're using uh-huh. geoengineered organisms that I think are a mix between a worm and a tick. And I think they're and and um, skunk technology because when a dog gets sprayed by a skunk, if you wash them in like tomato juice, um, but um, <laughs> you know that's what I'm like. Are they using skunk technology? There must be a an odor to this stuff that I can't smell. But anyways, I, I did wash my car with Louisiana hot sauce, and um, wow. yeah. <laughs> and it and it shows. Louisiana hot sauce or ketchup will show if it's on your toilet, your tub walls, your toilet seat. It, this stuff in your windows, you smear ketchup or Louisiana hot sauce, and you're going to see, you might feel it or start seeing it. 
and, and then you just wipe it off. You know, don't have a really wet towel because, like uh, Sumaya said, um, water seems to help this stuff spread and a lot of cleaners. They know how to use a lot of cleaners to make biofilm in your environment. They can make this stuff remotely, get the organisms in your environment, take the moisture from your toilet bowl or your coffee mug or whatever, and they can mix these things and, and, and then use your electricity as a particle beam to direct it wherever they want. Or the sun. Yeah. But Louisiana hot sauce and ketchup, it'll show you. Uh -huh. Okay. Okay. So yeah. So watch watch out for your pet feet uh, when they go outside and come back in. Oh. Uh, yeah. Um, put the pet powder on your entryway or porches. Um, what you know, powder? Hmm. What powder? Uh, like the lime. And I don't mean lime juice, like the, the lime powder that you put in gardens. Oh, okay. Uh, sprinkle that stuff down. It's a it's an alkaline anyway. It's used to alkaline the soil, so and it's not harmful to them. It's mostly, if you look at the bag of lime at the garden center, it's mostly calcium and magnesium. So um, it's just really a mineral-based, earth-based uh substance, so it won't hurt them at all, except if they eat it or breathe it in, you know, you don't want to put too much. I I think one T.I. told me she was using apple cider vinegar on her dog or cat's a comb or brush, and, mm -hmm. and she knew it was safe, and um, the animal seems, the pet seemed to like it, so um, apple cider vinegar is also pretty effective with this biofilm yeah. stuff. Takes off the the powdery chemtrails. The powdery yeah. chemtrails that come down are pretty dangerous too. They're not sticky, but they get into your lungs, and um, you know they seem to like hook into your skin somehow. Yeah, yeah. How many people are having congestion? Uh huh. I have started. I have started getting some worse breathing problems and I know it's because of the after I drive my car it's like a gas you know and um, I have to air out the car for at least 10 minutes for sure and then use the air conditioner right away because it's like a gas builds up in there and the heat well I'm in Arizona so it's hot you know it's already hot now and uh, everything cooks oh, they're counting on that Yeah, it's really something to consider not rolling the windows down on the freeway probably, huh? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like to drive with my windows open because I don't want them, you know, getting through. Ram it. Yeah, ramming it up your nose. <laughs> I'd rather use the vent and the uh, air conditioner. Right. But when I first get a, when I first open a car, I have to leave the doors open for a few minutes. Otherwise, it's, the gases build up in there, and I'm pretty conscious of it because you know it really you can feel it after. You might not notice it right away, but say like a couple of hours later, you start to feel like your nose and your throat are kind of thick, you know, with phlegm. That's the that's yep. the polymer. The polymer as a gas 
then sticks and multiplies with moisture. It loves moisture. So as soon as it hits you... Moisture, moisture and heat will make it grow inside. Heat. That's right. So that's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, the heat and the moisture together make it work. So so I take lukewarm showers. I used to take hot showers. I might start off hot, but then I go lukewarm. And I, tr- I, I, I even have done cold showers. And I notice less biofilm on yeah. me. Yeah, it does yeah. help. And it closes up the pores instead of blood some because this stuff gets in our pores and our hair follicles. Yeah. Uh-huh. I mean, I have long brown hair, and they were raising it towards the side. And another TI girl in Boston, she has long brown hair, and Jackie, and they were, she said the same thing. They could get her hair going up towards the sky. And when they get these things, you know, on your hair, they, that's what they can do. Yeah. I wear a hat. Everywhere outside. Yeah, I wear a scarf. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that Shea Moisture product that you sent me, Connie, it does really help. Just a little more expensive than uh, Hot Puff. But the a Shea Moisture product, um, the hair conditioner, that really does help to dissolve some of it. If you really? can yeah. afford it, yeah. If you can afford it, because it is a higher end product. It's like uh, around here, it was like nine dollars for a bottle, and I usually, you know, I used to just buy shampoo for a dollar. So now I'm up to nine dollars a bottle, but right, it does but it's help. worth it. Yes, yeah, worth, worth it. it. Uh-huh. Yeah, they, they make apple cider vinegar with peppermint. They make African black castor oil with peppermint. They make a thermal protector for your hair. So many TI women are like, my hair is breaking or falling out or thinning. Yeah, well, that's just yeah. you have biofilm on your scalp, and you've got to get it off. So the quickest and easiest way I know is um, Louisiana hot sauce. That's the quickest and easiest way. And even garlic, if you can make garlic water. I, I looked at a garlic juice in a store yesterday. It was three ninety nine for a little bottle. But you can make this yourself, and garlic does. Is a fungicide, copper, zinc. Those are fungicides, and uh, cayenne peppers used in organic gardening to kill mites and aphids. So, and these these are like mites, you know. Yeah. Gold Bond makes a product that is uh, coconut butter, shea butter, and I think aloe, and it comes in a pump, and for those really burnt up legs. Uh, it does offer some soothing relief. The other thing, if you can get a script for silver sulfadiazine, um, the large tube with my insurance is $10, and I'm really burnt severely. So the burning is below the surface, and this is an antibiotic in there, I've learned, and it does ease the pain, and I'm concerned about getting internal infections because my best friend in this building that I spent a lot of time in her apartment died of a very bad sore on her leg. She got a staph infection. She was gone in three days. And I still say it was very suspicious to me. So what I'm saying is we've got to worry about infections that we can't see even from 
And you can feel when your legs are very hot when they're burnt, uh, sign of inflammation and possible infection internally. So you better be awful careful with this microwave burning because that's what they're out to do. You don't see like, it on the surface sometimes. Like my surface of my legs may look, they're they're all lumpy and they got round bumps all over and they're all, out of, I mean, they're really ugly looking. But um, since I've been using that silver cream, I've taken away a lot of the heat of them, which makes me think that it's working as far as below the surface as well. And I don't know if any of you are getting that badly burnt, but... If you go to Targeted Justice and look at Midge Mathis's face, um, it's incredible what she's lived through with the burns. And if you read her story, it's just insane and so insidious and hideous and heinous. So um, if you are getting really burnt, you got to do something. Just don't take it and say, I'm I'm brave and it's not going to bother me. Physically, it, it can really wipe you out. It's true. We really do have to pay attention, obviously, to just about everything we can't see. All, all these are really important points that I'm glad to see get on a recording for for others to listen to later. And I'm just going to bring this up. It, it, it's up to your own discernment to decide what you feel called to do. Um, Tony Pantaloresco on YouTube, Herbs and Beads and more, I think is his channel. He's got some good ideas, uh, but some I wonder about. He has a, a pretty good background in homeopathy or naturopathy, something like that, or herbologist. Uh, but what he's saying in a Ramola D interview is that the apple cider vinegar with the mother in it uh, is made in a way that it has nanotechnology. So he's suggesting to use white vinegar instead of that. I'd like uh, some proof of that. I would too. Yeah, I would too. Mm-hmm. Because that's tested by many, uh, if you look up any research studies, that's been tested as a probiotic. And I just don't believe that there's nanotechnology in that. There may be in a lot of things, but I just don't believe in that. I'd have to see some terrific research on that one. Yeah, the science behind it. I mean, that's the thing. If you can prove it under a microscope, then I'll buy it. If you can't, it's just hearsay. That's right. And maybe somebody told him that, you know, and he's uh, propagating it. But um, I'd like to see some research because I like to read the studies. Well, he's also, I mean, you know, people have asked me about grounding, and I say, you know, please, there's ELFs coming through your ground wire of your house power. I'm an electrician. Uh, It is confirmed with a $5,000 spectrum analyzer from somebody in R&D to not use uh, the third prong of your house plug to pound a pipe in the ground up close to your house, try to hide it run a wire into the house to where you're going to be and, uh, you know, put something conductive hooked up to that wire to hook onto your wrist. If you live where there's lightning, you have to get a little inline fuse, which some people would go, oh, geez, now you're getting too technical. Uh, But I do have to say that warning, if there was lightning and it hit that rod, 
you could get zapped pretty good. So it's a warning. But um, grounding yourself, Tony Pentelaresco, this is an experiment to confirm, is putting a bunch of neodymium magnets together uh, and then running a wire like off your Linkstat hat or uh, any kind of conductive shielding material to have what would be considered like a floating ground, for lack of a better term. Uh, people can try it if they want to. Uh, you can go over to his YouTube site and just decide for yourself. I'd like to see more people doing some of the experiments that that he claims work because <clears throat> the big problem with grounding to bleed off the electricity that's being put in our bodies is, you know, you can't walk around everywhere with a wire attached to you. It's not really safe to be barefooted anymore because of the chemtrails and what's in them. Um, so it becomes harder to ground. And so when I explain to people, you know, no, you're not grounded standing on your wood floor. Uh, you're probably not even very well grounded standing on a tile floor with, you know, like ceramic tile. It has a coating over the top that's glossy. And uh, if it was on a cement pad on the ground, you may get some grounding. But uh, the problem is to be able to spend enough time where you're hooked up to the earth in some safe way to bleed off electricity is a help. So if a few people will check out his video over there at Herbs and Beads and more um, and see if if grounding yourself through magnets would work in the way that he's explaining it, it would be a blessing for people. Otherwise, the only thing I came up with was going to Harbor Freight, buying a $5 rivet kit and running a wire off of a TENS unit sticky pad uh, one lady on a call years ago claimed that the whole uh, sexual excitement thing, you know, they want to get people sexually frustrated so they'll do something to relieve themselves and they can watch um, or violate them. Also, actual feelings of penetration being done remotely. She said that all that stopped when she grounded the base of her spine. And so people ask me, well, you know, how would I go about doing that? Can I just uh, walk around barefooted on my wood floor in my house? And I said, no, you yeah. you have to make a connection to the earth. Uh, I've taken a multimeter and checked to make sure that asphalt, which is the street, doesn't work. Uh, it's not conductive. So anyway, to not be walking barefoot and absorbing the chemtrail nightmare through your feet, uh, to put a rivet through a shoe, hopefully one with a thin sole so that the rivet would make its way all the way through, and then put a TENS unit sticky pad, you can get them for a couple bucks at Amazon or eBay, on the base of your spine, stick a wire inside the little female connector that sticks out of the, the sticky pad, and then run the wire down your pants or you know down your leg, and onto that rivet that's through your shoe so that now wherever you're walking that's on bare earth or uh, a wet sidewalk, you know, that'll pick up enough to bleed off the electricity some. Um, 
Neil. Is the way, but I haven't heard anybody do it. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I use black obsidian, which is a great, uh, great grounding stone, um, and I use a lot of them, and I sleep with them around me, so when they're looking for my bones or whatever. Um, anyways, I carry them in my pockets, and I hold them in my hands, and you What's have to grab them. Hmm? What is the name of it? Black obsidian. It's used oh, out black of the obsidian, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, an, it's a good grounding stone. I, I train it, got to, and I, I dumped Faraday cages and grounded it two ways. Anyways, um, another thing is there was a guy suffering terribly in Jersey, <clears throat> and um, I asked him if he had any good good rocks, like if he could douse them, you know. And anyways, he had a fish pond outside, and he went and got some of the rocks out of his fish pond and cleaned them off, and then he took a tub of water. And I don't know if he added sea salt or Epsom salt, and he put the rocks in there. And he just sat there on his bed with his feet on these rocks in this shallow water. And he got a tremendous amount of relief. So I don't know if that's a form of grounding, but he felt like the bad energy was leaving his body as he was doing this, and he felt relief. So I don't know if that's grounding. The only other thing that I wanted to add is that some of us, we know we have more gallons or we had more gallons. And people are having this, everyday citizens are having this, but they're being diagnosed with cellulitis. And they give them like calamine wraps. So calamine lotion is also effective. But anyways, and and if you don't treat cellulitis, it can lead to sepsis and they can die. Because I I ran into a few people and I'm like, what's wrong with your leg or whatever? And they're like, oh, cellulitis. And I'm like thinking to myself, that's more gallons. But anyways... um, so I just wanted to add that. But do you think that's a form of grounding? And he would have to protect the stones in, in you know, from not getting coated with biofilm and the chemicals and all this stuff, but smart dust. But um, he did get a lot of relief when he did that with the, with the stones and the shallow water. And he added a little sea salt. Is that grounding? Well, I mean, you know, from an electrician's perspective, grounding is the way we were naturally made to be walking barefooted on the earth because the earth is putting off or was putting off 7.83, which was healthy for us on a cellular level. In in our case, uh, we're taking in electricity, which accompanies the signals that are locked onto us wherever we go. So bleeding off that electricity is to uh, help get rid of free radicals. And you know, from my experience, which is near death experience, uh, all too often for too too many years now. It's really my strong will is the reason I'm alive, just to, you know, portray the intensity. I'm very, very heavily targeted because I'm active and I refuse to shut up and I tell them, go ahead and kill me because I'll get you on the other side. So they realize I'm not afraid. Um, In such an extreme case, just having to ground to the earth is the only thing that I've found relief I haven't found, you know, I have obsidian, I have shungite, I have an orgone pyramid. I've hooked frequency generators up to them like Don Croft did at World Without Parasites and EthericWarriors.com. 
So I'd have to say in extreme cases, to be able to ground means that somehow you've got to make a connection uh, to the earth. And uh, you know, maybe this is a little graphic, but it's something I find to be true. In nature, a woman would just squat down and go pee, uh, and a man would walk up to a tree and go pee. In actuality, to make the electrical connection, if you had shoes on and you weren't making it through your feet, when you're peeing, you're making a connection from your body to the earth. And I've taken note of that to be true, to feel a little better, even though it's only a connection for a short period of time. But if you, you know, I mean, the way to confirm this, Connie, would be to take a multimeter, hold on to the two little red and black leads that come out of it, and see if uh, having the obsidian around you or any other methodology like the sun guide and shieldite, which is another thing I hope some people will try. It's supposed to be really, really good. Not sure what's, you know, marketing and what's truth. Because <laughs> there's just so much greedy people out there with deceptive marketing. But to, to hook a multimeter up to yourself, you will actually see electricity in your body. And then to touch the earth with your bare skin uh, through a wire and a pipe pounded into the ground, uh, you will actually see the electricity bleed off and the meter go down to zero. So, uh, you know, again, this requires people to do some experiments that, you know, have the capability of doing them and then report on the calls or or send Schizotari oh. an email. I was, I was thinking of the... Oh, someone else is talking I here. Hold any of them they don't know. Unmuted for a while. This line in Texas. I just wanted to say this briefly. I see my one of my neighbors here, who I know is a perpetrator. And that one at the previous place I lived about a year ago, who is a, was was a perpetrator or still is, who knows? It's those two. I don't know if they know each other or not. But they always tend to go bare-chested and barefoot. Bare-chested and barefoot on the concrete or ground or wherever they go. I observed that. So maybe touching the trees and pavement. I don't know the pavement, but the, uh, yeah, the, the little grounds do work. help. It does Sorry. help. You're, you're building up what they're calling free radicals, and I don't find taking glutathione or chaga or any other super antioxidant to be enough for the level that we're being exposed to, to be enough help. So it's just a matter of getting rid of that electricity by bleeding it off to the earth. Right. Uh, you know, I, I, got, I finally got a spectrum analyzer. And, uh, you know, what you were saying, in hertz, right? Let's keep, right. The, keep everything in the same range. In hertz, the earth is supposed to be 7.83. Okay, that's a low-level constant that's been recorded. But when I'm getting really, you know, tortured, I notice it goes up to, get this, 15732.5. Four two hertz. 
that's 15,732 hearts that they put on me and my cat. And it's, it's, it's unbelievable. It, you, you can go walking around, you can do everything, but the, it's such a high level of frequency, such a high level of energy. You just, you know, you can't find relief. And that, that's, I don't know what we can do about that. that that's know? a number I haven't heard before. Well, that's the number that they use a lot on me. Uh, when the pain is up and I look at the spectrum analyzer, that's the spike that I get. Another spike I get is around 13,998 point something, which is also very high. And that 15,700 frequency I looked up is an aeronautical navigation. That's what that leads back to. Really? Aeronautical navigation. You are quite an experiment, so they're getting their money's worth, aren't they? Yes. Uh, I hope not. Well, I'm sorry to say. What else? Well, you're giving them a run for our stolen money. Maybe that's That's better for (laughs) us. Well, it's hard. I'll I'll tell you that much. Now, one of these days, maybe tonight or another time, I'd like to open up the conversation to spiritual warfare again, which is a separate topic. But I wanted to just, I'm not trying to change the topic right now, I'm just telling you it was on my mind. Good. I'm glad to hear that because uh, I'll tell you lately, you know, I'll have thoughts about something and I'll go, oh, I'll have to remember to say that on the call. Uh-huh. And I think they're erasing my brain at night or whenever they're doing it. And it's also interesting, when I wrote Waves of Darkness, it was, you know, a year and a half, two years of inspiration of being so active on the calls. And and one day Derek said, somebody needs to write a song about this. And I said, well, I'm a songwriter. I'll see what comes to me. And I mean, usually I'd write a few songs every year. So I wrote Waves of Darkness. All the words came to me. I was sitting down within a couple of days. Uh, ready to record, and that was three years ago. I haven't written a single song since then. Mm. I'm really feeling blocked and brain dead. They're affecting your mind. Yeah, they are. I mean, it's, and memory is just yeah. forget it. So you know, the quality of the calls for me to bring new things to the table is getting to where if I don't write it down, I don't remember. At all. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Maybe you should get one of those whiteboards, you know. Uh, they're pretty cheap now. A whiteboard with some magic markers, you know. Just right oh, that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Yeah, you write it down, you erase it, no big deal. You don't have to save paper, you don't have to download anything. Yeah, I mean, I really got tired of all the scratch paper, you know, taking notes on calls and notes from emails and YouTubes and um, it does a journal and has so mm-hmm. many journals sometimes it's hard to find where you put something yeah and exactly an organized person so this is out of character but I I got tired of you know 50 pieces of scratch paper I could pull them pull them out right now and you know go through a bunch of stuff that some of it people haven't heard others have you know heard it too many times 
but yeah. maybe I'll do well, that. It's good for figuring stuff out, too. Like, if you want to draw a chart, you know, modify it, you know, that's what mathematicians do. May I bring one little uh, point of nutrition up for healthy uh, snacking for people? I'd like to do this maybe once a week because a lot of people are too tired and too beat up to cook and to do this and that. And if you have things in the fridge that you can grab um, besides, uh, what do you call, vegetables that are cut up and this kind of thing. We used to make 30 gallons of sauerkraut every year. And the top that collected, that we skimmed off every day was my chore, was mother. It was the fermented juice, the probiotic, which people pay a lot of money for. So what I'm saying is we can't all today, there's a, there's a, a good recipe of how to make um, sauerkraut by the quart, which I can share someday. But um, in the stores, they do have sauerkraut in cans. They have it in jugs. They have it flavored from Germany, sweet and sour. They have a variety. If you go to a European shop, you get really more authentic uh, fermented fermentation. But uh, I no longer make my own because I don't have a cool cellar long enough any place to store it. I don't have the space to do that. You need a home to do this thing. So my suggestion is, Let's buy us a jug of sauerkraut. I prefer silver floss, which is in the cooler in the northeast because I visited the factory. And um, I saw, we learned a simpler way to process that mother on top. I said to myself, who the heck is skimming their mother off every day when in the sauerkraut factory? What they did is they had a big, big stone on the top of each vat and a plastic, and it kept it, pushed down so the mother remained within the uh, sauerkraut and it didn't collect like ours did. So we started doing that too. We felt really terrific. I no longer had to skim mother. (laughs) But um, I do like the processed kind and the cooler in the bag. Uh, A lot of companies make it throughout the country. I know we're speaking for many, many states here. But silver floss is my favorite in the Northeast. Because, like I say, I visited the factory, and they have a terrifically clean stainless steel operation. So I think it's a great thing to snack on. You may not like it in the beginning because a lot of people weren't raised with it. You may have to develop a little bit of a taste. If you cook it, you can saute it with uh, onions. You can use coconut oil or fresh creamery butter. As primarily, you can use a, a good uh, olive oil. You can saute it with onions, and it's even more flavorful. And if you want it to taste really European, you can sprinkle some caraway seeds in it, which is also also very healthy for us as targets. So there's one little snack that you can have, and I think it can help us all to live a little bit healthier since a lot of people can't afford to buy a probiotic. You can get it every day in that sauerkraut. Mm. That's my hint for today. Okay. Okay. You may not like it to start with. Yeah, but you know, I, I learned to like a lot of things like that I didn't like yeah. to stay healthy. But yogurt, I mean, it's not as powerful, but uh, I prefer a yogurt to sauerkraut when I need that. And, um, Just buy one without sugar and sweeten it with honey or vanilla. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because there's a lot of sugar in all these tasty yogurts. Yeah. And the Greek yogurt has the most protein. It has like 13 grams. Yeah, by, I like by, that kind. Yeah, that's really the best yogurt to buy today. Yeah. It's the Greek. And it's great for protein for women especially. Men as well nowadays. But it's a tremendous thing if you have a cup a day. It, it's really good for you. Pickled beets, another fermented oh. item. A lot of people don't like to make them. I make them, but you, you How can buy them. How about regular pickles? Like Very good. As long yeah. as you can get them without so much salt. A lot of a lot of yeah. pickles have a tremendous amount of salt. You'll be drinking water for the next 10 years yeah. if you eat a quart of them. Yeah, but, but they're mostly vinegar and spices. Yeah. And and, yeah, if you buy the, uh, the dill, the kosher dills, they have a lot of garlic in them, which is good for you. Yeah. Too. Yeah, and you know what makes uh, pickles crispy in the jar? If you didn't put one thing in that jar, they would not be crispy. They would get mushy after a while on sitting on the store shelf. It's alum. And where do you get alum? From a grape leaf. So whenever we made our uh, pickles and we made cracks and cracks and bottles and quarts and everything else. You're pickles. breaking up, Luna. Okay. But use grape leaves for crispiness and cucumbers. Whenever there's an appropriate break, I got a couple of good items. If I could. Neil? Neil? Hello? He's probably taking a break. Okay, if I could, just a couple of minutes here. Uh, I'm not trying to change subjects because you guys are, are doing great, and health is uh, like a priority, of course. But I got some good stuff, good stuff. Uh, it turns out that in the bigger picture here, you know, uh, uh, on the subject of reducing our exposure to being sick. Can you hear me? Hello? On the subject, I, uh, can you hear me? Anybody hear me? Yes. You can? Yeah. Okay, so let me, uh, if I could, just throw this out there. It turns out this is huge. This is huge. This is blockbuster. It's a wonderful thing that has happened. The uh, The state of New Mexico has has essentially banned, they have refused, they have denied the application for smart meters. Wow. This is the first state to do that. Okay. And you know where one goes, others will follow. Uh-huh. I, I, I mean, this is no small thing. This is this is like a, one of the first large steps toward, as I see it, you know, reducing our exposure, you know, being cooked, being tortured, uh, uh, and exposed to uh, uh, radiation. I, I hear an echo. But I got yeah. a little bit more. Um, uh, uh, do you know Elena Freeland? She's come out with a new book that is just excellent. It has a, she talks about TIs and a whole lot of other stuff. Uh, What's title, it called? Uh, Under an Ionized Sky. Uh-huh. Uh, it's from a, about chemtrails to a super super uh, fence in the sky, but she is just outstanding. 
Uh, if you read any of her earlier stuff, uh, she is also the author of uh, the author of Chemtrails and the Full Spectrum Dominance of Planet Earth. But uh, she, uh, she, this is just a terrific book. Uh, uh, that she is just hot off the press, uh, paperback uh, about 368 pages, uh, and it's just uh, just interesting. It's just hugely interesting patents and what they're doing to us, who's doing it, and what we can do to protect ourselves. In fact, she also uh, actually mentions she kind of uh, advocates the the uh, removal of. Uh, of uh, cell towers with a tow truck. Oh, good, good. And she has other other uh, equipment, you know, and and uh, things that you might find handy uh, to utilize, you know, in the in the process. Doing that, actually, uh, you know, I guess hmm. it's happening around the world. She says, you know, can't get our hands on on the satellites so easily, but we can. Uh, uh, cell towers are, are more accessible, more or less. Uh-huh. So, let's see. So there's that. Oh, here, here, one last thing. One other thing. There's just an outstanding article that started all this. Partly, well, it, well, it, it's in the, about three weeks ago. Um, uh, if anybody's on the computer, you might want to look it up. Uh, 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 it's in the Nation magazine, online version. Written by Mark Hertzgard and Mark Dowie, and it is just a terrific article uh, 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 that is entitled "How Big Wireless Duped the World Regarding uh, RF Slash uh, Microwave Radiation." It talks about the history and the mechanism of how we've been defrauded. And our, our health and our lives are being stolen from us. And, and, in fact, you know, we're paying for it, of course, as Neil often often mentions, and I do too, you know. We need to stop supporting the technology that's killing us. That is just a uh, really a great article. It, it uh, talks about how Thomas Wheeler, uh, 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 you know, created doubt and uh, how uh, the wireless industry uh, funded their own studies to come out the way they wanted, you know, uh, uh, to confuse the public into thinking that the that, that cell phones and all the other wireless devices were safe. Anybody happen to come across that article? No, but I'm interested in the New Mexico uh, thing because, so they don't have smart meters in New Mexico yet, like a whole state. That's um, my understanding. I have it in, in writing. You know, people send me stuff, and I have the exact wording from the uh, regulatory commission that mm-hmm. found that there was no net benefit to the public. Uh-huh, yeah. And then it went one by one about the, the things that the um, the uh, uh, smart meter uh, uh, corporation failed to do. Like, mm-hmm. they failed to show that there was going to be any kind of energy efficiency they failed to show that it was going to be any cost savings they 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 failed to show that it was safe they failed to notify the public you know they failed to address the health health concerns mm. 
just one after another. But anyway, it's just it's real brief. It's like one page, but it is boy, it is uh, uh, the, 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 uh, uh, you know, it's leading the way for hopefully that that state goes, others will follow. And I think that it probably came on the heels of um, the Oklahoma. There was a, a bill there that uh, Joe Esposito had a lot to do with. It was written by a representative doctor uh, demanding the immediate removal of, of all the uh, smart meters. Uh, but when it got into the Congress, or the legislature, they wouldn't touch it. It got tabled. But it turns out that even though it got tabled in Oklahoma, the rest of the states really apparently loved it. New Mexico must have been one of them. You know, I find it interesting. New Mexico is banning smart meters, and they also ban sodium fluoride in the water. I, I think, aren't there some of these secret government sites in New Mexico? So there's yeah. only 200 counties and countries that ban sodium fluoride in the water, many countries around the world. But in the United States, the counties are in New Mexico and Pennsylvania. I don't think there are in any other states that ban sodium fluoride in the water. And sodium fluoride helps the aluminum nanoparticulates break the blood-brain barrier faster and easier. Well, my county, my county here, uh, Sonoma County, uh, 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 you know, uh, uh, there was a lot of discussion over it. Uh, they were going to pay to uh, have it put in our water, and uh, anyway, we, we there, uh, you know, the act, local activists got active and and had meetings and then put up a resistance, and and and, and eventually they they prevailed. Yeah, uh, they, uh, you know, they they, they they the issue went away, and we don't have. Uh, fluoride added to the water. Uh, I think there's there's probably other places like that we just don't know about. And, and one other thing, Linda, I think it's really important that people realize when they roll out 5G, you know, you wouldn't stick metal in a microwave, and yet they're spraying us with metallic particulates. And yeah. uh, and becoming part of our body, and that's another reason to detox, because if you think you're tortured now with 2.4 or, or whatever they're using, and then when that's they... Right, and they, that's right, 5G is going to be like 20, 20 to 100 gigahertz, and, you know, we're, we're things are going along interestingly here, too, in, again, Sonoma County, you know, with a, with a Neil's namesake, uh, Scream. Sonoma County Radiation Education and Mitigation, so far it looks like we're having an effect because uh, 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 at this point after, well, a little picket in front of uh, Verizon and also calling for a global girl cot, also a boycott, of Verizon uh, as of this Saturday, like yesterday, uh, 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 the... Uh, Verizon has, has put on the table the possibility that they might withdraw the application. We're supposed to find out by the end of the month. I have 5G already here. And, and that, that might be why you're being burned so bad, because you've got the metallic particulates bonding with your body that's geoengineered to replace things in our body. And then they're rolling out 5G, and they're going to cook people. I mean, it's really going to do a lot of harm. Right, right. It's the frequency that they usually use for, it's the same frequency that they use for crowd control. Makes you feel like you're 
burning. You know, it just it doesn't penetrate the way uh, the body and walls the way 2.4 gigahertz does, but it, it, it certainly has a definite adverse biological effect. I don't know what's causing what, but I definitely feel a few symptoms, which I really can't say over this phone or else it'll be just <laughs> not so good. But I do see a difference since it came in. I definitely do. And I think it's a lot of targeted individuals are going to feel the same way. You mean you feel better outside? Is what's your point? Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to be going maybe to an area in August where I won't have 5G. I don't think I'm going to see the difference. Oh, I see. But where I am now, um, I see a definite. A couple of things have gotten worse. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Yeah. Read between the lines. Uh, Luda, I was going to say you can tell if you got 5G, from, from, but, uh, you know, it, it, it takes, if you could ask somebody to, to look and see if they've got these, uh, they call them small cell antennas placed atop the utility poles, but the real word for them is, the real name for them is close proximity microwave radiation emitting antennas uh, 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 because the the higher frequency does not penetrate walls and bodies and things the way, again, 2.4 gigahertz does. They, they have to put them closer together. Oh, and the signal doesn't go far. The signal doesn't go far. Away from me if you I definitely have them, and I know why, and I'll tell you that the, um, how can I say, the trans, oh, I got the perps coming down the elevator, just what I need. Um the uh, transmission of signals is much stronger now. Yeah, it is. Of everything. Yeah. 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 You can you got, know when you have it. Yeah. There's a lot more towers, a lot more people with, you know, relays off of their own cell phones. They don't even know how many different ways your signals can be transmitted and repeated through the population, you know. Um, um, by the way, higher frequencies do pass through the walls, and the higher the frequency, the more easily it passes through the walls. So I just wanted to correct you on that. Well, that's, that's not the information that I've gotten. That 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 uh, uh, we, although you know, I called I called somebody, and he did say say that it does pass through, but not as easily as the 2.4 gigahertz. So uh, it's. You'll have to do more research on that. The higher the frequency, it's like this. Frequencies match up with each other. That's how you make a connection. The lower frequencies match up with the body, the ground, physical objects. Higher frequencies pass right through. You don't even feel them a lot of times. Like cosmic rays, gamma rays. Like sunshine, sunshine doesn't go through. Uh, that's a higher frequency. Sunshine does not go through walls. The light doesn't. The light doesn't, but that's only a narrow band, as I explained before. It's a very narrow band of light. You have to look that up. I don't want to go into explaining. Yeah, I just love all the brave electrical engineers that have joined the TI crowd and helped us to understand some of the higher tech stuff. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Well, what I'm explaining is it's not that high tech. I mean, yeah. Anybody, uh, it's just kind of a basic. Uh, you know, everybody can look at the spectrum on an image. There's plenty of charts out there to show you uh, how wide the range is. You know, if it penetrated at this this higher frequency that they're using the, the for fifth generation penetrated things. What? The crowd control, I understand, it just penetrates like the first couple of layers of the epidermis, you, you know, the skin, you know, right. it makes you feel like you're burning up. Uh-huh. Yeah, they yeah. take microwave one sixty four. on the call who can, uh, who, who can get online and uh, clarify penetrating ability of, of 5G. Well, if, if the other was 164th of an inch that we were, were well aware of for so long, this has to be even deeper. I mean, common sense tells you this much, doesn't it? No. You don't think so? That it, it would penetrate even deeper? No, absolutely. Yes. No. Yes. The, the, the bulk of, you know, I'm sure there's people on the on the computer why doesn't somebody just just take a look and see what uh, uh i did it's showing that six gigahertz from 5g goes through every cell of your body that's yeah. right well it's not uh, i'm understanding that it's from like 20 to 100 gigahertz just what i need perps coming down and picking up chemicals out of the mailbox Well, anyway, that's about it. Uh, uh, thanks again for the use of your your name, Scream. We're doing we're doing good. We got a we got a petition out, uh, 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 getting signatures uh, demanding that the uh, city deny the application for for 5G. And and we're still looking. If there's anybody out there, I know there's so many smart people on this call still looking for possibly a, a webmaster uh, uh, and uh, a graphic graphic artist or somebody who knows how to knock out some flyers regarding the joys of, of uh, cell phones and other wireless devices, and also 5G. Oh, oh, and there's great stuff here. There's a little bit more great stuff. There's so much opposition going on with other cities here in California. Monterey had 150 people show up at the city council uh, uh, opposing 5G. Palo Alto, Palo Alto's in the fray. Hillsboro, Morgan Hill. Uh, Fresno County, mm, Piedmont. Ah, oh, it's a it's a common thing uh, here here in California. There's just uh, more and more cities and more and more activists that are are raising hell and screaming about it. So uh, so, uh, so we'll see what happens. Good, good. I'm glad to hear that. You, I'm proud of. A lot better than rolling over and letting it. Yeah, that's right. We're we're really at at a crossroads here. It's it's okay. a threat to the whole human race, and there's so much parasitic, immature elements that it, it really it can't be ignored anymore. We have nothing mm-hmm. to lose. Nope. My my uh, my colleague that enables me to do what I'm doing. That he and I uh, get along so well together. He's former veteran 
a veteran in any event, he, he says that uh, we're staring down the barrel of a gun. We don't have any choice. That's right. There's too many elements that are slowly destroying us, and there's too many things in place when these maniacs go to that control panel and all the so-called elites run underground and sit there and tip their drinks. They, You know, one guy reported, like, driving a truck through the underground cities from Maine to California. So there, it, it sounds like there's an underground world. And they'll be sitting back, tipping their drinks, laughing while everybody else up here suffers and dies. Sorry to be so doomsday, but this is no joke. Well, they think they can get away with this, you know. Um, and the few of us in, I mean, of all the TIs in the country, which are probably millions and millions, we're like the small group that's actually educating others. And we're getting hit. I mean, we are, I mean, when I compare what we're going through compared to what, you know, most of the population is going through, they don't even have a clue. And we we know this, but more and more people are being targeted and more and more people are getting coated with chemicals and frequencies in and out and all through their homes and bodies and families. And um, But we are, you know, this group, even with our faults and our drama and our personalities, we're still on the front line. So, you know, we have to be strong enough to make it to the next group, the next wave, and, you know, the next wave will have to educate another part of the population on and on and on. But we're making such, I mean, sometimes I'm encouraged that we're making some progress and sometimes I feel like it, this is endless, you know, this is just relentless, you know, the torture and the mutilation of our of our earth is just unbelievable. But the word targeting is I... showing up more and more in the mainstream press. You know, everything is the uh, you know my 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 um, colleague and I. You know, we both think that there's a uh, momentum, there's a, a wave that is is yes. going right now. You know, yes. uh, uh, Zuckerberg, the hearings and stuff like that, uh, uh, mm-hmm. targeting, uh, data collection. Uh, uh, Mind control, behavior control, you know, it's, it's, it's all... Weather control, environmental, oh, geoengineering, and social engineering that, on a global that's scale. That's along, too. You know, geoengineering's in the news all the time now. I hear that all the time. Oh, good, okay. good. Good. I listened to the uh, the most recent uh, Dane Wigington podcast, and then sure enough, he, he devoted a bunch of the, the first... Uh, few minutes uh, uh, of his uh, one-hour podcast to, again, this, this this article, you really need to read it again. It's in the Nation Magazine online edition, March 29 of this year. Uh, uh, so uh, uh, it's a it's hot, hot item, uh, how Big Wireless duped the world regarding the uh, hazards of uh, radio uh, frequency and microwave radiation. That's the title of it. But not only not only uh, did uh, 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 Dane Wigington, uh, uh, you know, get on it, but I, I heard that sure enough, uh, Amy Goodman uh, of Democracy Now also uh, uh, interviewed uh, the the lead, one of the authors, Mark Hertzgard, on her program. You know, she's got millions. 
of activist uh, listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You were talking about smart meters in New Mexico, Linda. Do you know in this building that I'm living in, on the second floor, there's one not large room with 50 smart meters, one for each apartment? One room. And if I bring it to anybody's attention, they tell me, if you talk about this or you alert anybody, you're going to be evicted. Uh You know, legally, that's like a retaliatory kind of statement. Sure is. The health problems that are documented make it a lawsuit, don't they, Linda? Yeah, and you end up owning the building. And the other thing is, there's a woman that has her bed. I understand her headboard is on the opposite wall of those smart meters. Oh, God, it's horrible. And my friend, the maintenance tech, has leukemia. Yeah. Because he used to eat his lunch in that room until two years ago I started screaming at him to get out of there. Well, he yeah. was diagnosed with leukemia. He doesn't go into that room anymore, but it's too late. Uh-huh. And does hey, that know. woman with the bed near it, does she have any health problems? I don't. She keeps to herself, and, you know, I can't say a word. Okay. I don't know. I know who she is. I know her first name. But she comes and goes and does her own thing, and she doesn't associate with the rest of us around here for social activities or anything else. So I don't know what's going on with her, but I just can't believe that she's still alive with that. I mean, you can hear the buzzing and uh, the noises coming out of that stuff. I mean, it's so uh, so my, heavy, radiating. My friend had B-cell lymphoma and was fighting it pretty intelligently and then moved into one of those senior apartment places mm-hmm. at a better rate, and the her bedroom wall was on where all the smart meters were, and it was shortly after that she died. She oh. died holding my hand. Oh. Uh, the lady across from this room uh, that was there before the lady there now, they've all sold their souls to the devil because they're above me. But she died, and... Um, the one that moved in after her got out of there. It's like she might have known, and she's got an apartment very far away from that area. She used me as a scapegoat and said I made too much noise, and she got a new apartment away from there. But I think she was aware of that uh, bank of smart meters. So now the woman that's in there now, you know, she's a know-it-all, and she knows everything, 93 in good shape physically, but who knows and uh, I don't think people can live long near that thing. I don't think so. I agree with you, Neil. It's horrific. Well, it is. And, you know, somebody wrote me and said, <clears throat> quit putting it on the back burner of your list. Get that off your house. Apparently, the guy came out with some expensive meters, took some readings to, you know, t- to take it off this person's house, and then had a metal box that they put it in that sealed up like a Faraday cage, which is suggestive that the thing was still holding power even after it was unplugged and putting off microwave. And I got a reading 75 times higher than legal uh, when the right side of my face was burning on the opposite end of the house. And I looked in the mirror and my face was red. So I went, you know, grabbed my detection equipment and went looking for a signal 
and found it at the smart meter. Oh, what was the signal? Do you remember? Um, what it was seventy-five times higher than three milligauss. Well, you know, it had to be two point four gigahertz. Had to be right in there. Yeah, I wasn't using a spectrum analyzer, so I was just getting intensity oh. from a coronet. Okay. Speaking I of spoke. Losses. I spoke with the electric fellow when he came in to read the meters one day, and I said, uh, "What kind of meters are those? Analog or digital?" He said, uh, "They're digital." I spoke with the Time Warner gang, the tribe of idiots, when they come in to read the meters. When they said, "What kind of meters are you using?" They're digital. That's another room on the third floor. It's got all the cable stuff in it, which is just as bad. You know, all the Wi-Fi and all that stuff. Digital death on the stick. If I could just, uh, you know, you all have, you all, we all have have massive, uh, we have got causes for losses. And I'd just like to throw this in while I'm remembering it, uh, going back to this wonderful article, How Big Wireless Duped the World, in the Nation magazine, March 29th of this year. Uh, uh, they also mentioned that there are currently over two dozen uh, lawsuits uh, being filed against the telecoms for injuries uh, from uh, wireless wireless devices uh, in the amount of, of over $1.9 billion. Good. Yeah, I hope some of them win, then we'll have some precedent. That's right. Oh, by the way, Sue, the specs that I got for smart meters, yeah. And they may be putting off multiple frequencies, but what I got was between 902 and 928 megahertz. Yep, that's right. Megahertz, and that equals to 90, uh, translate to hertz for me, that would be 90.2 hertz. That would be 90.2 kilohertz, wouldn't it? Because it's oh. mega, which is millions. Okay, so, oh, so 9 hertz? Drop the decibel point. 900 megahertz carrier wave, and then the other thing is the 2.4 gigahertz, as explained in the book Zapped by Anne Louise Gittleman. I just have, I have a little, I'm a little slow in the math, and I, I am too. Yeah, I have to, to use a translator. If I bring it down to hertz, and if I can get everything at the hertz level, I understand it better. Yeah, it would be 902 million hertz. Would be 902 megahertz. All right, but then you move the decimal point two or three over to make it hertz. Well, let's see, it would be how many zeros there are in millions. So wouldn't it be six places? Uh, I'm no, not I have, sure that either. Yeah, I have a calculator, but I have to get off the call. Good. <laughs> Good. Don't challenge my brain. Well, I'm not going to do that now, but it still sounds like a lot, <laughs> whatever it is. Um, while, you're talking, while you're talking about energy, the TIs that I've been coaching on, detoxing and um, many of them are using compact fluorescent light bulbs, and not only do they contain mercury, and they're really dangerous. They give off a dangerous frequency as far as my EMF sensitivity. But um, somebody recently told me they contain an FCC transmitter, and so on the bulb you might see what seems like an F 
C, but there's actually another C in there. But um, mm-hmm. I nobody should be using those light bulbs, and so that's one of uh, the detox, home detox that you should use. Nobody should use compact fluorescent light bulbs, the twisted bulbs. Or even even the tube bulbs, the tube uh, of fluorescent lights are not good either. Yeah, so they're saying eco-friendly, which I consider human harmful. You know, they're past more in eco-friendly sort of. Uh, to me, that means uh, depopulation. Right, right. We've been lied to. It's another big lie, big lie, and they've been sold to us on the basis of going green and energy efficiency like a lot of this. Right. That's why they don't like people saying global. there is no global warming because they're blowing holes in the ionosphere with microwave radiation, with HARP and stuff. And at the same time, we've got an unprecedented, uh, uh, well, in, in, in recent hundreds of thousands of years, the uh, the the uh, the Arctic and the Antarctic uh, uh, ice masses are 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 melting far farther. The Arctic mass is is melting far faster than had anticipated, had been anticipated. Right, and geo geoengineeringwatch dot org says if they're doing chemtrails to stop the warming, um, they. They were proving that that you know by doing the chemtrails you're actually holding down um, all this radiation to the earth, which is creating a global warming effect. Another large mass that's melting, which people don't think about, is Greenland. Huge mass mm-hmm. below the surface. Uh huh. Wonder how it's all going to play out. They say the oceans are going to rise something like 10 feet when all these things get through melting. Oh. 10, 12 feet. And not to mention the acidification and all the uh, the, uh, the fish and the uh, marine the marine uh, uh, life that is, is, is going extincto, the corals, you know, and the uh, the, the lack of fish. Because of the heating up of the oceans and also the contamination of the oceans, not to mention mention the the, the, the all the plastic and the trash that is floating in the Pacific, which is now apparently four times the size of California. I'd worry about eating fish out of the Pacific, people. If you live out there, I'd really worry yeah. about it. Yep. Because of yeah. Fukushima. Yeah, that too. That too. Yeah. Uh, the Bible says, "Move to the hills." You know, in the end times. Maybe that's why. You can also help here live in no man's land. Which hills, Sue? (laughs) (laughs) I think if you live on the coast, well, you do live on the coast, um, get to higher ground. You know, it just makes sense. So leave Florida because there's no higher ground here, right? Right. You're six miles from the ocean, Neil? Yeah, I am. I'm ready to leave too. Uh, the neighborhood's too established. It's really bad. Uh, we've got to get away from all of it. It's time to go. Yeah. Pick a better place. Yeah. Pick forested areas. Pick a high mountain where there's 
mountains and valleys and deep ones, glens. Yeah. Streams, yeah. Well, water, they, they, they fresh just water. About, they just about killed me on on the Northern California property, and I was. I was in total thick forest trees in a canyon. Mm-hmm. No Wi-Fi, no nothing, and they they were killing me. I had to run for my life. Mm-hmm. So I really am questioning, especially not having any stamina, how much, how hard it's going to be to move. Uh, where's the next good move to make? Find a place where they don't have cell service. I know a few right. places. Right, but, but Neil, let me let me just add here the the effect of opposite psychology. They wanted you out of there because within the valleys there's a lot of shielding from the hills. They wanted to push you out of there because it's one of the best places you can get to for uh, protection. So that's why, you know, they did try to push you. And uh, being in open flat, flat land makes you more vulnerable to a wide range of radar and satellite uh, input. So that's the big difference there. Very true. Dave Case has an acreage there in Missouri where he doesn't get uh, good wa- uh, cell service, you know, and he has recovered. Mm. No, and he doesn't use electricity hardly either. Bless his heart. Uh, or electronics. Yep. Everything's solar out there for him. And wilderness and plants all his own, fresh herbs, spices, vegetables, everything. It's a different way of life than everybody can manage. Right. He's he a very, a, very brilliant man. Right. His own truck that is, um, how is it powered? Not solar powered, is it? But anyway, it's uh, it's all. No, he's got a couple of solar powered vehicles. Yeah? Yeah. He's quite an inventor. Well, it sounds like a good place. I have uh, I've recommended. <laughs> Where is that? Uh, Missouri. Uh, Southern uh. Missouri. Yeah, but that's still pretty flat. No, it isn't. No, the way that he is surviving and has recovered is that he lives in a, a, a like you were describing, a a kind of a valley. And he's got quite a bit of water, you know, ponds and lakes, and he's got forests. I've heard him talk about different aspects of it at different times. It sounds like a paradise for a target, I'll tell you. Mm. And he's been targeted for 18 years. I mean, he doesn't escape, but with all of his ingenuity and his knowledge, he can beat the whole thing where we can't. Well, you're doing pretty good, Luda. Oh, I'm still vertical. That's about all I can say tonight. Yeah, really. Hey, you guys, I just remembered one of the things that I wanted to mention on the call. Um, Somewhere in YouTube comments I was reading through, I think it's over on the Waves of Darkness song. A guy mentioned that the NSA, uh, you know, had had everybody, you know, any new construction houses, I think it was right after 9-11, that they were making people upgrade to newer smoke detectors. Mm-hmm. And that it's some kind of an interactive network. Somehow they're able to use microwave to... Uh, get camera effects and that they're spying on you through your smoke detectors. I believe it. And so what was reported to me was to take a piece of aluminum foil and put it over the smoke detector to block their 
their signal and that the smoke detector would still work because, you know, whether it was a subliminal power of suggestion or whatever, 15 years ago, um, or well, whatever, I guess it was about eight years ago, um, I just had, you know, I was looking for the source that was hurting me in the house and had a feeling. And so I took the smoke detectors out. And two weeks later, my house burned to the ground. Hmm. So I'm just mentioning you can still keep them hooked up, but put a piece of foil over it. Hmm. Um, maybe you'll get get more <clears throat> privacy. If you get attacked worse, then you're probably doing something helpful to yourself. Main privacy I find is not to go into these apartments, period. Just avoid them. Because the minute you go in, you're a victim already. You're victimized. So just stay out of them, like I do all night long. I don't, I don't go into my apartment for any reason. Oh, you don't even need an apartment. You I just pay rent for a death chamber, Sue. Uh-huh. Neil. Storage unit is cheaper. That's great. That's all I use. I don't have a hot. I have a storage room. Yeah. Neil. I'm not a Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I'm sorry. I just want to tell you all this. I had to hang up a couple of times. It was like five minutes to 12. And I turned all my power off. You can hear them went haywire upstairs. It's supposed to be an empty apartment upstairs, and I hear all the Spanish speaking and noise. And um, they they was mad because the generator went off. They got a generator going on in two rooms in my apartment or above me, and I can hear them speaking Spanish. So I'm I'm recording it. And I'm like, okay, they busted now. They try to make me think I'm mentally ill and that nobody was in that apartment for a whole year now, okay? So, But I'm glad you're recording this call because I want everybody to know this is Paula Bannister. I live in Dorchester, 25 Mason Street, in the basement apartment, B1. And they've been up there torturing me over a year now. And I caught them tonight because I turned everything off, even the refrigerator. And that, that meant, that's when they went crazy. They went haywire to stop. You could hear them talking, speaking in Spanish over and over and over. They was mad because they, they, they didn't know that it was unexpected for me to just turn the power off. So now I just wanted this recorded on, on this phone. Because I'm going to go tell them, when I tell my therapist, I'm going to have her to put it in my file, too. Because what they do is try to make you think you're mentally ill and nobody's in this apartment. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm here. Maybe you want to play that recording for us so you'll have it over here and on your own hand. Yeah, go for it. Right. Um, I don't know how to. I don't know how to do this on the phone. Can you just play the audio into your mic? Uh, well, let's see now. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm sorry. You got to say that again because the phone was Rewind the tape. Okay, uh, it's on the phone. Okay, hold on. Let me see if I can do it. Hold on. It might not convey because I don't know if you can use both functions on the phone at the same time. Well, it won't do it with the phone. It won't do no, it, it with saying phone is busy. What? It won't do it while I'm on the phone. It says phone is yeah, busy. Yeah, that's what I was saying. You probably can't do both at the same time. So no, I can't. If you need a landline, then you can use your digital recording over the landline. Okay, yeah, but they, I I don't have a landline. They stopped me okay. from getting one. 
right. I tried to I tried to do that too, but I I, I wanted y'all to know because I know y'all record these calls. I've been trying to get in. I've been pressing star eight, star eight, star eight, and I couldn't get in. I guess Neil wasn't um, didn't hear or wasn't paying attention when I was pressing it. But yeah, they're up there in apartment one hundred one, twenty five Nathan Street in Dorchester. They're up there in that apartment. They've been up there torturing me over a year. And I've been telling management over and over, and they keep saying, oh, ain't nobody up there, ain't nobody up there, something wrong with you, something wrong with you, you know, making me trying to think I'm mentally ill. But tonight proved it. I did this before, and they stayed quiet and ran back and forth. But now the, the generator went down. So so now that um, the generator went down, they went haywire, they went crazy, and they started speaking Spanish. Right, we heard that. Well, um, you might want to lighten up on telling your management because they're probably involved. Uh, they are involved. I found out tonight. Yeah. This this proved it. This proved it tonight. No, this was. I haven't spoken to them in a while. Yeah. I stopped calling security, police, and and management now because I knew that they was involved. Because if somebody moved out of this apartment in June of 2017, and here we is April 2018, and nobody moved in yet. Of course they're down with it. They rented the apartment or they be, let it be empty for them to torture. Yeah. Yeah. You're not crazy. This happens all uh, the time. Yeah. I think they're going to they get an inheritance when they try to kill off somebody. I think it's some type of social security or some kind of inheritance they're receiving. But uh, to do this, to be so eager to do this. I'm talking about the lower-level people. Right. But I, I was going to mention about the um, microwave things coming, maybe sending waves through the, um, what they call that, the smoke detector. Because this is a strange-looking, tall, white, shower-head-looking um, devices. they got to be some kind of antennas. There's one on the laundry room across from me. And there's one on the office. And I know they can turn. They can actually uh, direct it, direct them to a different direction. Because at night, I notice this one tends to be toward my building, the one on the washer chair. And I think that's some type of microwave signal they're using. It looks like a tall, it's like a shower here. Like when you take a bath, not the rain shower, not the I hear my own echoes. <laughs> not the rain head shower. Not that round, but it's white. And it's bigger than a typical shower head. I don't know what you, what you call it. But anyway, I can hear my own echo. So maybe somebody's on my end is recording it. But it's sad. I mean, I really think that's what's going on. And I, I, I noticed that Mike, that, um, smoke detector I have. It's the old kind, and the red light is very bright, and it blinks a certain amount of counts per second, uh, less than a minute. I kind of gauge it. I kind of see what how many blinks it's going to do, and I use to cover it up with some tape. <laughs> but um, I might go ahead and try to the, uh, the, the aluminum foil instead. And actually, I had two facing one another. The one I'm referring to is right at my front door, about where my kitchen is. And the other one was right above my bedroom door. 
really in my living room, and they both would face one another, and they would blink at a certain time, like it's being, you know, some type of communication between the two. So I took one of them, the one by my bedroom down, because it started eventually getting me a new battery. But the one at the kitchen has never gone out. So I know they can use this. Um, I've seen them. I've actually seen them in some kind of ad, a Mason one or somewhere. I saw that and also saw the screw. They can use the average looking screw, and the screw will actually be a, a spy camera. I'm talking about screw, like, you know, a nail or a screw. So I go through and I paint mine over. <laughs> but okay, that's it. Oh, and, and uh, you know, one of the things that they're, they, they've been uh, uh, acquiring for, for years, especially in the U.K., but uh, also here, uh, is biometrics, uh, facial, facial recognition. And I, uh, some of the banks. The ATMs have changed uh, their stuff, so I am, I am suspicious. I am uh, almost convinced, although I haven't read about it uh, specifically. But uh, you know, every chance they get, these corporations uh, are uh, Facebook and so forth. I figure are are uh, collecting uh, biometrics, you know, for 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 sale, more data. More data to be sold. Or they're trying to use all those credit card machines and this stuff to find out how much we're covered with this biofilm. Much better, I can hear. (laughs) I need to get Connie's um, information, but go ahead. I'm sorry. Um, Just to let you know, when I was in Maryland in a townhouse, they had fiber optic wiring running to every smoke detector, and they started shaking the townhouse so bad that the stairs were separating from the walls and nails were coming out of sheetrock, so they were going to collapse the place on me. So I started busting holes in walls in the ceiling, and I pulled the fiber optic spiraled spy wire from the attic to the basement. And... Um, when I was in um, the conference in Boston, staying at the uh, Marriott, um, uh, like a Marriott Inn or something, um, it, it's like a townhouse suite. They um, <clears throat> above my bed, there was a, a smoke detector, and then there was another device uh, about one or two feet away. And when I woke up in the middle of the night, there were laser lights coming out of the smoke detector going to the other device. So they were, um, there was an energy going back and forth. And luckily, they had, like, big uh, down comforter blankets, and I just pulled them over my head. And um, But there was a laser light show going on in the middle of the night above me. Bonnie, mm-hmm. uh, when you get your hands on Elena Freeland's book, you're going to love it. Uh, okay, I'm going to definitely get it. Uh, under under an ionized sky. Under an ionized what? Under an ionized sky. S K Y. Okay. Thanks. She talks about everything you're talking about. And more. 
Yeah, I think my roommate in Maryland knew they were going to collapse the townhouse on us, so he jumped on a plane and went to China and, uh, like, told me on a Wednesday and was gone Friday at 7 o'clock in the morning. And um, I called my sister in California, and I said, they're going to collapse the townhouse. They're shaking it so bad that the stairs are separate. And it was a, it was a nice townhouse, and, and it was fairly new. Um, they were shaking the thing so bad. It was like a, an earthquake type of thing going on. Anyway, she allowed me to bust holes in walls and stuff and to pull the wiring. It was quite a task. <laughs> Well, you're quite a quite a person. <laughs> oh, well, well, you know, and when I got close to these wires with the meter, um, oh, the, there was so much radiation coming off those. It was a spot. It was like as if you took. It looked like six or eight copper wires that were spirals that were twisted, but some of the wires weren't co- just copper because they were a very sparkly copper. It was like fiber optic type stuff. And they also had a laser. Uh, um, the sprinkler system never worked according to my sister, but there was a laser zipping around the um, the uh, sprinkler system because it was a fluorescent orange tube and because I was busting holes in the ceiling and it would be two feet between the next floor. And sometimes I would be um, in that crawl space, in that slight two feet space, trying to get this wiring out. And, and I saw lasers zipping around the um, sprinkler system. I was like, holy shit. <laughs> Yeah, I couldn't wait to get out of there. And you know what? One other thing, it, when I busted the holes, because from the basement to the attic, I had to bust holes. In, and anyways, um, in the basement where the electric, electric comes in, on the foundation, there were big one or two foot letters. And it says, if for Patriot, I-S-P-F-I or U-R, it's German. For is and it means is for patriot. So that I townhouse I think was built knowing that whoever lived there was going to be targeted. I don't know if anybody's German, but it said is for patriot. Did it look new? It was the writing? No, no. I think it was there since the townhouse was built. Um, they did other strange wiring in that place, too. Definitely, that place was only two or three miles from Fort Detrick. Um, for sure, the, that uh, those townhouses. Um, another thing was there was a sheriff or a cop who lived diagonal. And when you looked at his front um, big picture window, it looked like he had... Um, a bunch of random Christmas lights like twinkling in the window and the only other time I saw something like that was when I was in Baltimore checking um, another TI's house and she had a state cop living diagonal and it looked like he had random Christmas lights in his window but when I was in her foyer I looked at an angle with binoculars and he had two lasers aimed at her on, aimed at her garage. And her garage was damaged, like she couldn't use it and stuff. And anyways, and on the other side of the garage was the kitchen. 
So um, I, I let her look through the binoculars. We look, you don't want to look straight on at a laser. So we, she looked at an angle. She, she and I both witnessed what we saw, and she actually saw him when I aiming a device at her bedroom. So anyways, he moved, um, and every time I walked underneath one of her smoke detectors, the red light would go on, and we both noticed that. Like, not when she walked underneath them, but when I walked underneath, the red light would go on. So, and, and I did find a lot of things in our house. So anyways, he moved, um, but that was a t- state cop. I'd like to hear what Sue has to say about the spiritual warfare aspects of this. Still here. Go around, Sue Maya. She went out to the bathroom. Northwest Indiana. What's new in Indiana? It's very cold on a on a nice fine spring April. Oh, about sorry about to hear it. degrees. Okay, not yet. It's not the apple blossoms aren't blooming. Unfortunately, it's kind of cold with no snow. How are but you? But they're doing? frozen, huh? Yeah. Yeah, we did. We have, but I'm going to stay optimistic. Maybe May we'll have some decent weather. Right, I know, saying the April showers bring May flowers. <laughs> it's cold, please, no showers. That'll be freezing here. I'm telling so, you, I, okay. I did 20 years of that, and I don't miss it. I, You know what, I I, I don't like it. I can't lie. I'm not very hard. happy. It's hard. As you get older, you can feel the cold. You know, it's bad on your joints and stuff. Right, yeah. You know, yeah, and maybe younger, but no, I'm too old now. I think I want to move somewhere warmer. Neil, I want to announce tomorrow, I wanted to hear that spiritual warfare, but everyone, I wanted to announce to you and everyone, I will be doing a topic on end times tomorrow night on TalkShoe. Back up, and I want to continue my spiritual journey. Good. Okay, so everyone is invited. I am 144771. The topic is end times, and I'm specifically expressing scriptures and going on the journey. And your call's at 9 o'clock, right? 9 o'clock. End time. Eastern time. 9 o'clock Eastern time. Eastern end time, right? <laughs> Eastern end time. That's right. That's right. Because a lot is going on in our world. It's oh, it is. I mean, there's just so much. It's every breath you take and every day that you get to live, even though you're suffering, it's like... I've really got to make the most of this day because it could be the last day. And that could be very well true. It's not really being morbid. That could very well be true. Not not sensationalizing anything at all. We know enough bad news to know that the human race is in trouble. (sighs) Big time. And um, it's very, very sad that many of us sleep or we try to hide it or make excuses. It's, It's bad. But it will come a time there will be no more, you know, no more time for lies anymore. I think all will be revealed. Hope you're right. I hope really. so. 
really shocked that so much has been allowed to happen. Uh, they must well, have been all the stuff you guys have been talking about for the last two hours, all this stuff on us to, in essence, kind of dumb us down. It's kind of zombified, you know. Lauren. Yes, hi. You, hi. You you don't do Saturday calls? No, I had uh, some situation Saturday. My sister's in the hospital right now, and uh, okay. I, I didn't really feel right uh, to doing this. This is Paul. Okay. Uh-huh. Hi, I'll be on. I'll be on tomorrow night. I'm going to talk about end times. I go through either philosophical, intellectual, or or spiritual. So tomorrow. Oh, okay. Be, so tomorrow will be. You're on, you're on the same time. I'm on Frank's too at nine oh, on Monday. Okay, nine o'clock. Okay, then. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, there's a lot of people. I'm going to be talking about end times. And okay, I'll go in between. I'll go. I'll go. I'll do his a little bit and come in on yours. Oh, good. You have to see. Mm-hmm. You have to hear my sermon. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Warren, maybe you'd like to do a late night call because Derek has his on on Mondays too. So um, I would, but I'm I'm up so early with my sister that my mind wow. is not really that sharp at after you know certain oh, hours. I see. Yeah, I understand. Yeah. Guys, I'm okay. on here. I just want to let you guys know I'm on here. It's Alex. Hello, we hear you. How are you? How's it going? I hope everybody's doing well. Well, I don't think anybody's doing well, but we're all hanging in there anyway. (laughs) Don't ask. I think Oscar Mayer hot dogs in a microwave are probably doing better than we are, right? Well, Sue wanted to share some information with us about the spiritual warfare aspects of what's going oh. on. Oh, well, I, I don't know if I should do that tonight. You know what I'd like to do maybe first? Because I'm really worn out from last night to targeting. I was, you know, it, it kept me up till 1030 in the morning. So I'm pretty good today. Um, but what, maybe what you could do, Neil... Is just do a poll, right? I know how you like to do polls sometimes. Yeah. So maybe you could just do a poll, like mute the room, ask them, everybody star eight if they're interested in spiritual warfare, uh, just to say, you know, on that. So we can get an idea how many people are ready for something like that. Okay, that's a good idea. Hold on Okay, Um, how many people are interested in the spiritual warfare aspects of modern-day targeting? Uh, Just write star 8 in the chat room if you're interested, and hit star 8 on your phone to vote uh, to let me know if you'd be interested in having uh, this topic being discussed. Star 8 on the phone, and star 8 written in the chat room. Okay. At least half. (laughs) Somebody wrote out star eight. That's a... (laughs) Okay, well, we got a good uh, 
50% for sure, if not more. Buggy Bear, heard anything from her tonight? You should let us know how we're doing. All right, I'm going to unmute the room, and then I'll mute it again. And anybody who wants to be unmuted to finish out this call, which is probably good for another 20, 25 minutes, just hit star 8 again to let me know you want to be unmuted. Do you believe these people? Okay, Sue, it's uh, a good half. Yeah, so half the people... Out of how many was that? You got like 65 or 70 people? Yeah, probably. That's a pretty good percentage. It is. It's enough to make it worth most people's while, and I think the others will stick around and listen. There's just so many things going on on so many levels that it helps to get a little better understanding to recognize what kind of things are, are attacking you. If you uh-huh. go over to over at energeticsynthesis.com, Lisa Renee's done some very extensive research on uh, what they're calling the archontic deception. That's apparently oh. quite a parasitic life force against the human race, mm. and it, it goes on to to say things out of the the Bible, saying not to eat the blood of animals, let alone each other. Yeah. And that this whole Archon thing is involved in uh, the YouTube videos I was watching before the call started uh-huh. that put me in a bad mood about <laughs> uh, baby fetuses oh, gosh. and losing their cells and, you know, using them in food for flavor enhancing and stuff. Oh, I mean, gosh. This, this is just nuts. No. And a list of companies. I don't, I don't eat potato chips anymore, and I certainly don't drink soda. Hmm. Well, the Bible clearly states that you should not be drinking the blood of animals. Um, I mean, there are, there are rules about that, and you shouldn't be drinking or using the blood for anything, um, which is probably why a lot of the, the dark occult people do just the opposite. You know? right. They use the blood. And by the way, I'm going to say something that's kind of controversial, but I was on these Christian calls for a while, and I've got to tell you, I think that, you know, they say, put the blood of Jesus on the computer and it'll work again, and put the blood of Jesus on your phone and it'll make it work again. No, because that might have been one of the archonic deceptions where they wanted people to use the, the similarity of blood to, you know, sort of bless this and bless that, but it's just the opposite because you're not supposed to use the blood for anything and not even Jesus' blood. So I think that was one of the big deceptions that was passed down through the centuries to get people to do just the opposite of what they're supposed to be doing, including celebrating Christmas, which wasn't really his birthday, including, you know, some other holidays which were really pagan rituals turned 
around for the, you know, consumer economy. It's really more an economic holiday than it is a spiritual one. And apparently so, anyway. the cross is a symbol that doesn't mean what people think. Yeah, uh-huh. And uh, so I, I'm just, you know, I'm throwing that out there. Um, people have to be very careful. Um, I just, you know, I feel bad about this, but I was on this Christian cult for nine months helping her to get them going. And they are, there's a, there's a big problem there with misinformation. I don't recommend it anymore. The people that are gathering on that call do not believe in the solar system. They they don't believe that the Earth is billions of years old. They they totally reject any kind of science uh, regarding technologies that we're having to deal with in a real-time basis. So I don't think the targets are going to get the kind of benefit they think they're going to get on those calls. I'm just saying that it's my opinion, my first-hand experience. And, um, you know, I've been around a long time on these calls, and I have a lot of discernment. So, yeah, um, and you have a lot of, you've done a lot of research, too. I'm <laughs> glad you couldn't bite your tongue anymore because, yeah. what, you know, the only reason I'm doing this call is to bring empowering truth to people. And yeah. I had one of those moderators of one of those calls uh, pray with the blood of Jesus over me to stop the miserable burning pain in my whole body. Yeah. When I went to visit them, it, it it hasn't stopped. I've been in churches on my knees crying, begging to get rid of what's caused me 27 years of pain. Uh-huh. And it didn't work. And I no. do have angels around me. They show me signs sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I can't deny that there is some kind of connection. We have guardian angels. We have helpers and all that. Yeah. I'm not oblivious to it, but I'm no, glad. But it's not limited to the rhetoric uh, and the methodologies that are familiar to the traditional Christians, you know, fundamental Christians. Um, but, you know, it's like there is a spiritual realm, there is spiritual warfare going on, but it's it, again, it's not limited to the paradigm that they believe in because it's a much bigger picture. It's a much, much bigger picture for energy reasons, for quantum physics, for realms of angelic beings, for uh, dimensional existence of the soul. And there's, there's too many different ways that we can look at this is not in the traditional paradigm. So, um, and thank you for saying that because I have been biting my tongue for a long time. I don't like to hurt people's feelings. I don't like to step on their belief systems. But truth is truth, you know. And when people are denying your experience, that is, you know, for a target who already has, uh, I don't, you know, I'm not saying myself, but TIs in general have big trust issues. And when somebody wants to express their experience firsthand, if they get, no, that's not how it is, then that's it. They clam up and they're not going to say what is really happening to them because that puts them in the category of, well, the doctors say you're crazy. We say you're crazy too. And they don't get help that way. Yeah, that's true. And, you know, I mean, I have to say there was a time that mentioning certain things three or four years ago on a call and so many people would shut down and some people would hang up and 
when I started the Citizens Against Harmful Technology calls, I said, you know, it's really an open forum, and the whole purpose of it is to bring empowerment. So please open your mind, because there's a human flaw that if two million people say that the earth is flat, then 20 million more people jump on board and say, yeah, the earth is flat, because, well, all those people couldn't be saying it's flat, and it's not, right? They have to be right. Well, all this all this stuff that's written in a book, it all has to be correct, because we were left some divine body of information to empower us. You're you're sitting there just getting raped and murdered slowly, and how much is it serving you? Take the things in any book that serve you and use them, but please consider the ulterior motives of brainwashing being a, a human vulnerability exactly. that if, if you go back and you study the history of the writing of the Bible and you see how Constantine wanted to regain the power of his empire and and put up these Christian theme parks and messed with some of this stuff that's been handed down. We live in a time where we really have to think for ourselves because we've been lied to more than not. That's right. Well, you you put the uh, finger on it when you said that the human flaw in the system is the people's willingness to believe just about anything that's being told to them. And, uh, you know, if, if they, you know, know that you can have a certain falsehood anchored into your belief system, they will repeat it again. So the example that I've used many, many times is if you think it's only red trucks following you, they will send more red trucks to follow you because that's what you believe. They will anchor any kind of belief that you latch on to. So, um, you know, so if you believe it's flat earth, you'll, and you do a search on YouTube, you're going to get every flat earth YouTube there is to prove it and anchor it and trigger it again and again and again. So um, that's why we have to be aware of it. You said that vulnerability in this system is the human mind's willingness to... Uh, believe something. You know, they want, we want to believe something. It's in our nature, but we have to be very careful as to what we latch onto and validate through our experience because this experience is being manipulated. Right. I mean, you know, and here's the thing. In our formative years is where they start brainwashing all this disempowering or incomplete or just plain inaccurate information into us and you're you're hanging on to it. What what is it that everybody's hanging on to? They're they're hanging on to love. They're saying that some divine being above all of the capabilities of all of the human race and all of the galaxies and everything mm-hmm. has our best interest at heart. And of course, we want to carry that with us because life is unspeakably scary in these times. We really have nothing to hang on to. But here's the thing. Mm. If you trust in this thing that we call God, if you find yourself in a room that all this information has been stuffed into our heads for 
for all these years and you're not getting empowered, but you still feel love in your heart. You still see it around. So you see some little piece of God that's sitting inside of you and many, many others, then it does exist. But if the room that you're in is filled with lies and you come to realize that, you know, let your heart skip a couple of beats because it's scary as you grab the doorknob and you walk out into that lonely, long hallway and there's all these doors and how am I going to know which belief system, which doorknob to grab to go into another room where I get to feel safe and share? This mm-hmm. is where you really just be quiet, forget everything you've been told along the way and you connect with this thing we call God and you will be guided to the next doorknob that you're ready for and there will be signs that will bring tears to your eyes and make you know you're loved even in the face of unspeakable torment I'm here to tell you from experience Amen. so don't be scared for too long acknowledge the fear when you feel it when you're having to let go of what you're seeing God, you know, what if they're right? What if we should search a little deeper? You know, gee, if you think about it, we aren't really just thinking for ourselves. We're trusting what we've been told. Those bastards told us that they went to the moon. NASA is spewing lithium out of rockets on us now. Even the people that are working in NASA, it showed footage inside the, you know, with their control towers or, you know, buildings where all the control panels and everything were. And this one guy in the recording said, what are we doing to the public? Right. Because they they were told, you know, uh, can we release the payload or something like that? Okay, payload released. Uh It was lithium oxalate or some other, you know, not the kind of stuff that they give uh, people to even out their moods. Uh It's some other chemical compound of lithium. It's like lithium batteries, right? Something like that. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the difference is. Here's my theory on the the moon, and that is I think we did make it to the moon. Now they want to retract it because they've got installations on the dark side of the moon they don't want us to know about. They're oh, retracting wow. that visitation so they can hide their installation. Huh. I actually saw through my telescope to the moon on a, it was an eclipse night. So it was a muted light. Yeah. And I saw them, I saw some rockets shooting off of it. That really? Was with a tel- yeah, with a telescope. Wow. So something over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and obviously there's deception because they do have something to hide. And again, this goes back to the book that I that I've read most of called The Deep Sleep, mm-hmm. where when when the coordinates were given for Atlantis, they found the labyrinth and it contained a whole bunch of material. And William Allen was the advisor for President Truman. And William Allen came back with information that said every 3,600 years, uh, a star system comes in, puts off major life-threatening gamma rays and debris like asteroids. 
and there's a cataclysmic event. And Truman was quoted as saying, why would a creator create so much beautiful diversity and then allow it to be destroyed? Mm-hmm. And then William Allen said at that point in 1947, they formed what they called the plan. And, and this is what the plan is, is those who think they don't need to use toilet paper anymore have been ripping off everybody to build and stock their underground world. And right before everything comes unglued, they'll all go underground and leave everybody up here. Okay, well, if I were a leader and I had to pick the best of the human race, it certainly wouldn't be a bunch of greedy, murdering, baby-raping, drug-dealing liars. (laughs) Did I say that right? Oh, yeah, that came out about right. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would be my first choice, for sure. So so that is my concern, okay? So if you were a leader and you had to face the cold reality that we're not going to put 7 billion people underground and save everybody, that you would want to save what would be the seed camp of the future of the human race, and you would want it to be well-rounded. This is not what I see. What I see is humans have become obsolete. Their plans are to have better slaves and keep control of the monopoly that they've had for too long. And a lot of our God-given rights and the truths that empowered us and kept us close to God and close to love and balance and mutual respect we've all been cheated out of, and they've grabbed them up and hid them and misused them for themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, yeah. that is my concern. It's not about survival to me, not for myself. It's about looking at a, a beautiful child or a beautiful flower or a pretty day or a clean, yeah. good-tasting glass of water. Uh-huh. and Some real live, healthy food and good people around you and just, you know, lots of love. And harmony. Everything in harmony and balance. Balance, yeah. Yeah. Collectively, oh, so we failed here. Neil, before we close, can you just tell me and the other people what the number of this podcast will be so that we can maybe share it with some other people? with a very good call tonight. And I want to compliment you on hanging in there, even though I know you don't feel like it. But uh, what's the number of this podcast, please? Oh, for this podcast is 134999. No, I don't mean the code. I mean the actual, what's the number of this call? I mean, how many of it? When it goes uh-huh. on your recordings, the, of the recordings. Oh, I think this is number 126. Okay, thank you. So if you want to refer people to this, Recording. It'll be oh, number oh one. okay. Yeah, good, good. One, I know, two, you know, I probably really should put some kind of a note on each one so there might be a yeah. theme. Yeah, you can put notes on them. And uh, there are places on the web, I mean, this gets a little more technical, but like iTunes, you know, if you want people to listen to a few good ones, not, not every one of them, but, you know, sort through a few good ones and post them for people to find. I think uh, there's some other places that you can have podcasts listed. 
and then they get then they get you know into the search engine people can find yeah yeah that's that's true. The more organized, the better the amount of information and without more help, you can't document everything yeah. efficiently. No. That would be a lot. It is a lot, you know, to go through and find out which ones are good and save them, you know, upload them, download them, copy them, edit out some of the noise, you know, that whole thing. Yeah. It's all doable, but you need it. Well, thank you for uh, giving us some things to contemplate, and you know, I certainly know that your heart is sincere and uplifting and empowering everybody. So, thank you. Appreciate it. I appreciate you a lot. Thanks, Neil. Me too. I feel the same way about you. It's been a long, hard road for all of us. My heart, my heart, literally aches for all of us, and. And even for the rest of humanity that doesn't know, and you know, I found myself saying what Jesus said the other day because I just felt so heavy and burdened down by my concern over everything, and I just said, "Forgive them, for they know not what they do." Yeah. Tears ran down my face. A lot of them true. don't know what they're doing. Yeah. It's still true today as it was 2,000 years ago. And, and the whole point was, you know, for me, was the forgiveness to let it go because sometimes I'm hanging on to so much anger that I would be willing to go out in a war and and get rid of people that are hurting the rest of the human race. Mm-hmm. And it's sad to me, you know, it's... Not in my nature. I was in the army for uh, what, 1975, and I just thought to myself, "What if there was a war? Uh, I really would not be willing to shoot strangers." But I find myself in this war. If you handed me a laser that cut people in half, and I could put all the bad people in one place, I, I would do what I had to do mm. for the for the good of the future of the human race. And that's mm-hmm. bad to me. Mm-hmm. No, you didn't know how much darkness you were going to have to face. I didn't know how much darkness I was going to have to face in my lifetime. Oh. It wasn't in my nature either. But now, the good thing is, I'm a lot stronger than I used to be. I'm a lot more willing to you know, use my instincts and my intuition to read through layers of people and their you know, their lines and their cover stories and everything else. This is, you know, this has been a big training, and we're stronger for it, and we're more courageous than we used to be. So I, I'm very grateful for that whole yeah. yeah. Aren't we all really way stronger than we ever even would have thought we are? Mm-hmm. What yeah. we've had to endure. I mean, every once in a while, I just say I commend everybody for just hanging around and taking another breath. And and I do the same because I just feel if there's anything I can do, if there comes a time to turn my resume into God, I, I will be able to say I, I did what I could and I honored the creation. 
to the bitter end. That yeah. that matters to me. I I think it matters. It really does. Our and I God knows that. He knows your integrity. He knows your intention. You can't fake that. No, you can't. Oh, Setsa said this is call number one hundred and twenty five. Okay, thank you, Setsa. Good. Because I might uh, save a uh, a link for it. Okay, I'm going to close out. I'm very tired right now. And You must uh, be hilarious. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.